You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Folks, that was my fault. What happened? I was walking around, ran into Mike Tyson. I called him a pussy. <laughs> and welcome, folks. It is live radio, and sometimes you just never know know what you're going to hear. And uh, that was quite an opening there. Uh, and you are listening to On Point with Victor, by the way. <laughs> and uh, hopefully we'll have the music back soon. I know those of you uh, love to hear my music. And if you don't, well, I love to hear my music. Um, you are listening to America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armandez. And look, this is going to be a good show today. At least I, I, I think it's going to be a good show today. Uh, oh, I heard a little music in the background. Got to love it. Got to love it. There's uh, so, so much. There it is. And <laughs> now everything is right with the world. <laughs> There's so much to talk about today, folks. Um, so much has been going on. Uh, I hope you had a great weekend and were able to reset to face the the uh, onslaught that's coming this week, uh, the onslaught that's coming until 2020. And that is going to be that from now on, everything that uh, President Trump does is going to be a, and I'm using air quote, finger quotes here, an impeachable offense. This is the new Democrat strategy. I think they've reached the point where they realize they're not going to beat Donald Trump in 2020. Now, let me take a second here to tell you, folks, this does not mean let your guard down. I am in no way, shape, or form saying that uh, we have 2020 wrapped up or the President Trump has 2020 wrapped up or the Republicans have it wrapped up. Uh, we have to treat 2020 as if we're losing. We have to fight and treat it as if we're coming from behind. That's how I want you to go into 2020. I want you to tell your friends, your neighbors, uh, anyone who wants to talk to you about politics or anyone who mentions it. I want you to go into this 2020 fight as if we're coming from behind uh, because that's the way we have to treat it. Now, do I think – Donald Trump is going to win? Absolutely. Uh, if, if things hold like they are today, barring any, um, you know, crazy event, because events do rule the day, but if things continue on the course we're going on now, very strong economy, uh, you, you cannot deny the economic, uh, wave that's going on right now, the wave of positivity, let me say. You cannot deny the lowest unemployment for Hispanics. You cannot deny the lowest unemployment for black Americans. You cannot deny the best job market for women. You cannot deny over and uh, just statistic after statistic after statistic that uh, points to the strength of this economy. Um, you know, uh, Victor, I want to add, too, that as I mentioned earlier in the before we got started, was that uh, somebody has sprayed Trump with presidential <laughs> hey, this no, is true. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. That's he's, a good point. He's uh, looking more presidential, mm-hmm. acting more presidential. Mm-hmm. And um, they made a good point on uh, one of the channels today that uh, one thing, I think it was Bill Bennett, in fact, that made the point that uh, you can't, <laughs> he hadn't destroyed the world. He hadn't turned us into an isolationist <laughs> country. And mm-hmm. he's met with and done more than the last two presidents as combined far as combined mm-hmm. yes and uh That's... the last idiot didn't do anything and <laughs> nobody wanted him there well but it you know you're 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 right david it's a great point uh because just for example just to your point 
which as usual, this is why you're called the legend, David. Uh, you were right on point, and what a perfect time to be on point was with on point with Victor. But to just today, David, uh, Donald Trump gave a, a really, really good speech in front of the UN, and he did it. And you want to talk about presidential? There was no braggadocious. There was no uh, off scripting. Uh, there was no bombastic. There was there was none of that. What Trump is constantly accused of. Uh, he stood in front of the UN and he gave a very well balanced, very even toned speech. And I think the reason why he did that was not just to look presidential, because that's you know that's what his Democrats are always saying he's not. And, and as you point out, David, even the Never Trumpers that's that's one of the problems they say they have with him. But he stood there today and he gave a very very good speech, very calmly gave this speech, very presidentially gave this speech. And I think the reason why he did that is to make sure that every one of the despots, every socialist, every dictator wannabe that was sitting in that audience, including the Democrats from our country, he was making sure they heard what he said word for word because he really let them have it today. And uh folks, if you haven't heard uh, the speech or any excerpts from it, look it up later and, and watch and listen to his speech that he gave today at the U.N. because he did a great job. Uh, but but that's a good point, David. He has been more presidential, and he can be presidential when he wants to. Um, but I think there are times when he needs to be a little bit more loud, let's say, because that's the only way he gets his message out. And he's trolling the media like no one can. I mean, he's got the media going every which way but right, which is pretty darn funny. You know what? Yeah, like he said, uh, while they think they're playing him, he's playing them like a drum. Absolutely. And they don't even they don't even realize it. And some even some of his comments uh, when they when he and the uh, English prime minister were talking Australian. no, oh, this, no, no the, uh, this, you're talking. Uh, gotcha. Today, yeah. Prime Minister today, yeah. of uh, what, Johnson? Boris. Is that his name? Johnson? Some, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, some reporter said something, and uh, Trump just cut his legs out from mm-hmm. under him. Yeah. And I, you know, like I said, more presidential. And uh, anybody that thinks Trump is dumb, <laughs> they're doing it at their own peril. Yeah. You know, and, I, uh, they, they're dumber than than Biden if they yeah. think Trump is dumb. Uh, Trump couldn't be where he is and, and be a dummy. No, uh, you can't. And and I welcome them to continue to underestimate yeah. uh, President Trump because he's leading them around. It, it's quite funny to watch. And for those of you who just can't seem to uh, can't get on the Trump train, so to speak. Um, well, you need to be on the economic train. You need to be on the pro United States train. You need to be on the pro America train. But, uh, but I, you know, that's that's just just what's happening today. Um, I, I got a whole rundown here that I want to get to. Um, the first thing on the rundown that that I had, folks, if you haven't seen the child abuse that was going on at the UN the other day, then you need to look it up. Because that's exactly what was on display. The abusing of a child, the using of a child. Uh, I mean, it, this what was on display at the UN was an absolute disgrace. And the fact that we have a Democrat party, we have a Democrat candidates all embracing what the UN did. They were all embracing the abuse of this child. Now, I thought that the Democrat party was for the children. 
Uh, I thought everything they did was for the children. We have to confiscate your guns because of the children. We have to squash the Second Amendment for the children. Uh, we need to restrict the First Amendment because of the children. We have to restrict certain words because of the children. We can't have winners and losers. It'll hurt the children. So all this that the Democrats constantly say that they're for the children, but yet they're perfectly fine with the U.N. abusing and using this little teenager that they trotted in front of world leaders to give this written, adult written, undoubtedly rehearsed and theatrical speech that she gave at the U.N., well, she read. And this little girl, let me, first of all, let me say, tell you, this, this little girl, Greta Thunberg, uh, if any, if, if she by chance hears my radio show or somebody turns her on to this show, <laughs> hey, it's possible. Stop laughing. Uh, if she were to hear me, I would like to just tell her, boy, she's got a great career in acting if she wants it. She's got, uh, a great career in speaking if she wants it. Uh, I hope that one day when, when this little girl realizes that she's been used, I hope she realizes one day that she's been lied to. I hope she realizes one day that when she does make it to the age of 21 and beyond, that she probably can have a career in speaking or a career in acting because she is going to make it past 21. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, this little girl doesn't think she's going to live to see the age of 21 because they ha- she has been lied to. She thinks the world is going to end. She thinks that white people and white privilege and the United States is – the United States, she thinks, is killing the climate. She thinks that President Trump is single-handedly killing the climate. And therefore, the earth will no longer be inhabitable in 11 years. So first, it's 10 years. You know, 30 years ago, Al Gore said we had 10 years. Now, Ocasio-Cortez is saying we have 12 years. And this little girl stood in front of the U.N. and said we have 11 years. So I don't know which it is. It seems like every time they don't get their way and when they when these climate uh, hoaxers, when they see that the people aren't believing them, then it seems to be less and less. So it won't be long, I'm sure, before we'll only have five years, maybe three years. So my point here, folks, is everyone, everyone should be outraged at the left, at the Democrat Party, at the global socialist, the leftist media, their current crop of Democrat candidates, and many, many that are embedded in the Washington establishment. We should all be outraged at them for being so willing to use and abuse children in the quest for power, in their political quest to seize power over you, the individual. Folks, the time to worry is when the climate stops changing, when we stop having fall, when we stop having winters, when we stop having summers, when we stop having fluctuations in heat and cold, then you can worry. When we maintain 365 days a year of a certain, whether it's cold or hot, and the seasons don't change, then we can worry. So as long as climate is changing, which has happened ever since the earth was formed or the earth was created, whatever your belief is, since the earth has been here, let me put it this way, 
there has been climate changing. And when it stops changing, that's when you can trot out a little girl on on stage and, and convince people that there's a problem. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, this is a hoax. This is a hoax, and this is a and if you doubt me, just look at the requirements to combat climate change. The the, the requirements we're told is, oh, the United States we must turn socialist to save the climate. We must take over healthcare. To save the climate, we must confiscate guns to save the climate. We must stop eating meat to save the climate. We, all of the things, we must control your life to save the climate. That's what the message is. Folks, it's a big old hoax. All right, we're going to go to our first break here, folks. And when I come back, I am going to do my response to the UN. I'm going to do my response to uh, the UN and what they did with this this poor abusing of the child. So you stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to America's Web Radio on Point with Victor. Want to ace your upcoming survey exam? The NLC Prep Combo has everything you need to help you crush your upcoming FS, PS, Florida PSM, California PLS, or Texas RPLS exam. Combos include a full-length practice exam book with the same number of questions and category types as the actual exam, a pre-programmed HP 35 with 17 programs to solve those time-consuming equations such as COGO, triangles, traverses, and more in seconds. A complete online course is included that covers every topic of the exam with videos, workbooks, quizzes, and a full-length practice exam that simulates the computer-based format of the FS and PS exam. That gives you not just one, but two full-length practice exams to help fully prepare you for test day. Visit us at nlcprep.com for more information and let us help you crush your exams. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business practices, and fascinating business professionals to get an insider view of how America works. If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com, and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance needs. Email Ellen Deal at MAGA45CAG at gmail.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And, folks, we're back. You're listening to America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor. I am Victor. There is. Okay, so I want to get back to this teenager that uh, the U.N. trotted out, uh, Greta Thunberg, who has a awesome, awesome future in acting and speech giving if she cho- chooses to take that career once she realizes that she will live to the age of 21 and beyond, uh, at least, unless, um, you know, of course, unless some awful medical thing or accident ha- happens to her. Uh, she, but it, she will be here because... Because the earth will be here, and so will humans. Um, so, okay, I, look, I, I'm going to give my retort now to the UN. And before I do this, I just I got to ask anybody if if you watch this, if you haven't watched Greta speak, 
um, listen to the speech and, and do it just audio. Just listen to the audio and close your eyes and tell me that you don't think you're in a Harry Potter movie. Uh, if you listen to that speech with no visuals and listen to her speak, uh, it, it sounds just like you are in a Harry Potter movie or watching a Harry Potter movie. Uh, it's quite fun to want to listen to the speech that way. Um, because of, you know, she has a accent, I believe. I'm not sure where Greta was from. She's maybe Dutch, as would be my guess. Um, but she has a really, really cool little accent. Uh, she does a great job speaking, and it sounds like a Harry Potter movie. So, okay, folks, I'm going to do my retort to the UN. Um, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to try to do this like Greta did. I'm going to, you know, if the UN trotted me up, I'm, I figured they would they would want me to deliver this with dramatics. They would want me to use an accent, because apparently, if you come up with an accent and and you and you show this just emotional passion, then people will believe you. So so I'm going to give this a try. Uh, so so let's see if we can make through this. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I've just been introduced into in front of the UN. I shouldn't have to respond to such crap. I shouldn't be able to do... No, I should be able to do a regular planned radio show. I should be here on this side of the ocean in this studio to do a happy show. Yet, I have to listen and watch children being coached, used and abused because... Politicians can be so evil. Yes, evil. Politicians who in the name of a climate hoax will scare children and squash a childhood so these politicians can grab and seize power over the individual. How dare you! You use teachers and schools to indoctrinate not teach but to indoctrinate the children how dare you you lie and tell children that we are in the midst of a mass extinction and somehow it will be the fault of world economic growth somehow Capitalism, lifting people out of prop, out of poverty. Somehow, this will kill people. This will cause a mass extinction. It would be the fault of a kid, along with many others, who are scared out of their minds, all because of power-hungry politicians who are evil enough yes, I said it evil enough to scare children and use them for a power-grab scheme it's bad enough to scare adults I mean, hey if you're an adult and you fall for this climate hoax it's on you But if you are children who cry, who are developing anxiety issues, who are skipping school, who are feeling hopeless because they have been convinced that the world will end in 10, 11, nay, 12 years, 
That is evil. How dare you? How dare you? You are killing the childhood of millions of kids. You are killing the dreams of children. You are taking away what it means to have a healthy childhood. You are depriving the learning and development of these children that they need in order to be able to grow up and be self-sufficient in this world. And maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the goal. Maybe it's another way to create dependency. How dare you? How dare you? There you go, folks. That's, that's my speech there to the UN. And, and, and I want you to think about that, folks. They, they, they trotted a little girl and made her give this emotional speech where she brought tears to her eyes because this little girl believes. I mean, they have convinced her. <laughs> Somebody just passed me a note that said, is there such a thing as an adult politician? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, but they trotted this child up there, this teenager, and they have convinced her that she's not going to make it to the age of 21. They have convinced her that she's she's, she's just not going to be alive in a few years. Think about that, folks. Think about the children of today who are being indoctrinated into this climate hoax. They are being fear-mongered to death. There are children with anxiety issues today being caused by the Democrat Party being caused by a political party, being caused by the globalist left. There are children in the United States and across the world who are being medicated because of anxiety issues because they think the climate is going to kill them. They think the climate change, the changing of the seasons, somehow is going to kill the planet Earth. There are children suffering from mental issues because there's a political party that so badly wants power. They so badly want to control every aspect of your life that they're willing to sacrifice the health of children. You have politicians across the world who are so willing to hijack the childhood of children. They're so willing to take away the childhood of a child. Because they want to use them as political pawns in this fake hoax, this, this fake outrage of climate change, this, this hoax, this game of chess that they are so willing, let me put it that way, they're willing to use children as pawns in a game of chess that's based on false science, based on false claims, based on false computer models. Because of they want power over you. And how do I know this? How do I know this, you ask? Look, folks, you don't have to take my word for it. Look at the examples. All you need to do is look at the examples of the politicians. Every one of those leaders at the UN the other day used a jet. They used a private jet or a, well, it's just face it they were mostly private jets none of them came over on a boat they used a fleet of suvs and these aren't your regular suvs these are heavy armored suvs 
but yet they want you to believe the climate's dying because of SUVs and cars, the automobiles killing the climate. Uh, airplanes are causing climate change. They want you to believe this stuff, folks, but yet they don't take boats and trains to get to where they need to be. They take their private jets because none of these this false crisis, this created this this narrative that they've created, this hoax they've created. None of it applies to them. It only applies to little children. Apparently, you need to scare the crap out of little kids. You need to scare the crap out of uh, adults who are so willing to fall easy into following a politician. They they want to do all these things and restrict your life, but it won't apply to them. They're going to have their private jets. They're going to have their big SUVs. They're going to have their stake. Uh, let me deviate a moment and mention Kamala Harris, who's falling rapidly in the polls and is not going to be the Democrat nominee. She stood on a stage and on CNN and told people, yes, we need to reduce the meats we eat. Yes, we need to basically change the dietary uh, nutritional f- outlook or facts or whatever the government puts out there in their little pyram- food pyramid. They want to take meat off of it. They want to somehow restrict you from eating meat, but not her. Because not a week or so or a month after she gave, stood on that CNN stage and said that, yes, we need to reduce the meat. Yes, we need to stop eating meat. Yes, we need to change the dietary uh, habits of the American people. Shortly after she said that, she went and was flipping steaks in Iowa with the farmers and just stuffing her face as fast as she could go with, with good old New York strip and ribeyes and T-bones. You see, folks, she will always have her stake. She is part of the political elite. But you, you, the mere peasant, the mere peasant who's dependent on government, you will eat what they tell you to eat. You will eat what they allow you to eat. That is the road the Democrats are on, folks. And don't doubt what I'm saying. You can go look it up for yourself and see these people. Look, I always tell you, don't just listen to their words. Look at their actions. We'll be right back. You're listening to America's Web Radio on point with Victor. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around town movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, around town movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's around town movers. Call them. 
You can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan, and every family will save thousands of dollars a year. I'm Ellen Deal, and if you've been hurt by the Affordable Care Act, you can email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com to see if we can help. Small business owners, individuals, families, and baby boomers, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com for three easy questions to determine if you can get away from Obamacare. I'm a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry and here to help you for all your insurance needs. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. This is On Point with Victor. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And thanks so much for listening, folks. I couldn't do this without you. Look, if you want to email the show, victor at americaswebradio.com or gm at americaswebradio.com. If you like what you're hearing, please let us know. Um, If you know somebody wants to sponsor the show, let us know that as well. Um, If you want to participate... Uh, shoot me an email. Uh, go. I'm on live right now on Facebook. You can shoot me questions. Um, I like engagement, and if you have uh, and a disagreement with me, let me know. I'll bring you on the show if you're willing to uh, have a good conversation. So, all right, let me get uh, back to uh, some things. And uh, I want to thank again all the listeners out there who have been texting me and uh, emailing me and just sending me messages. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, and thank you so much for your kind comments. <laughs> I know I was trying really hard not to crack up during my speech. It's hard to hold a, a uh, an accent when I've got my the the English and the Spanish accent running through my head, and I'm trying to do an English and a proper a proper English accent. You know, folks, it's not always that easy. It, it really isn't. Sometimes I can get right into the mood, and I can do it pretty well. But there are times when I'm trying to do it, and, uh, well, you know, you can just hear the other part come out. <laughs> and then the southern, and sometimes my southern, I can have a twang sometimes, folks, and that comes out. But, um, man, every now and then I, I, I'll try and throw a little Bernie Sanders at you, and I'll try and throw some Obama at you. You know, speaking of Obama, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I just I might have ruined a few people's day or just there. Um you're going to hear a lot in the next few days uh, them coming after Trump trying to uh, say that he has done something wrong, that he withheld money. Uh, first of all, folks, we don't know any of the facts. No, There is no whistleblower, by the way. Um, and uh, no one knows, has heard the phone call. No one's seen transcripts. What you're hearing in the media t- right now is, a, is another fake story, another fake outrage, and another what's turning out to probably be the next witch hunt. Um, but all of these things they're accusing Trump of doing, either Biden has done or Obama has done or they both have done. Um, Obama, if let me take you back on memory lane. Obama was caught on tape, audio and visual, with Medev, the president of Russia at the time. He was on, caught on tape telling him, hey, just be patient. Tell Vladimir to be patient. Once I get reelected, I'll have more leeway. Now, if that's not collusion, what the hell do you call it? 
That was Obama, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, then you might want to go back and look at when uh, Ukraine, when Ukraine kind of disarmed, they, they, they didn't totally disarm, but they really ratcheted down their military. They did this because Obama promised them that the United States would be there for them if Russia were to encroach on the Ukraine. And Obama told them, Obama was withholding things. Obama made them act a certain, made the Ukraine act a certain way. And then Obama wasn't there. The United States wasn't there when Russia went into Crimea. Look it up, folks. I know we have short memories, but look it up. Um, all right, let me let me get into a little a little bit more about what when I left you with my <laughs> with my UN speech. Um, I, I mentioned that this may be another this this may be another one of their methods to create dependency, um, and I want you to really think about that, folks. I want you to think about it. They're willing to use the kids. In this way, and convince them that that t- that ten years is all they have. They're scaring them. They're using fear, and they're taking away these children's childhoods. They're they're taking away. A child should be in school to learn. A child needs to be prepared how to enter the world and fend for themselves. How to be self proficient. How to better themselves. How to adjust to the environment. These are the things a child needs to learn. A child needs to be prepared to enter high school, to enter college, and then be prepared for the world. They need to be prepared how to be self-sufficient. Because if you're self-sufficient you can help, and you can help yourself, then you can help family members. If you can help family members, then you can help friends. If you can help friends, then you can help others that you don't even know. And you can't do that if you're convincing these children right now that they're going to be dead in 10 years. They're going to come out and realize that they are going to make it to 21, and what's their skill set going to be? They're not going to have a skill set. All they're going to know is, well, the world was supposed to end, climate was supposed to change or stop changing, one or the other, uh, and they're going to find themselves living in a world that is dependent on whatever government they're beholden to. So think about that. Think about that. Think about what happens when these children turn 21, 22, 23 years old and they're put out into the world and they have to engage in commerce and make a living for themselves. I mean, think about it. That's when they need to come out. And and I want to see this Greta. I want to see her when she's 21 and I want to hear her go, how dare you? How dare you? have To have done what you did to her childhood. I want to see these children when they get older because... Look, you send a teenage girl to preach to world leaders. And and, and and think, all right, think about this, folks. Okay, if I haven't angered you already, well, get ready. They put a little girl, a teenager, in front of UN leaders, in front of despots, in front of socialists, in front of, of dictators. That was the audience, folks. And, and I'm including the Democrat Party. There were Democrats there from our country. That was the audience, and they put this little girl in front of them to give this speech about climate change, to give this speech about false science, to give this speech about a hoax. She basically wanted to look at the United States and blame us. That's basically what was going on here. So these world leaders were sitting there, the dictators, the despots. Folks, there were people in that audience that don't allow young girls to be educated in their countries. There are Dictators and leaders, so-called political leaders in that audience, that not only allow, don't allow little girls to be educated, they don't allow women to walk in certain places alone. 
there were leaders, so-called leaders, in that audience that throw homosexuals off buildings just because they're committing the crime of being homosexual. Think about that. There were leaders in that audience who have starving people all over their country. There were leaders in that audience that have people in their country that have to wait hours and hours and hours to get a piece of bread and maybe get some water. There were people in that audience who are so-called leaders who still have internment, internment camps in their country. There were people in that audience at the UN that lead countries, leaders that abuse Muslims, they abuse Christians, they abuse other religious groups, they put them in internment camps. That is going on today. I didn't see any little girl standing there from from uh, certain parts of the world asking for her freedom. I didn't see little children being paraded at the UN asking for a proper amount of nourishment. I didn't see a little girl or a child being brought up in front of the UN that would like one meal a day, let alone three. I guarantee you that the dictators, the socialists, the despots, all of them are getting three or more meals a day. They're enjoying big old T-bones and or tofu or whatever it is, folks. But they're not going hungry. Kim Jong-il, or Un, Kim Jong-un, is not a skinny guy. But look at his people. Look at the people of North Korea. Maduro and the ruling class in Venezuela, uh, they are not skinny. Uh, I said Maduro, and they may not be the guy now. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm getting off track. But let's just put it this way. The leaders of the current leaders of Venezuela... They're not skinny. But look at the people. Look at the people of Venezuela who are waiting up to 10 hours to get a f- some type of food from a grocery store. That's going on today, folks. That's going on in the world. There is abject poverty all over this planet. But you are supposed to believe that capitalism and the United States is somehow killing the climate somehow you are supposed to believe that capitalism the the single form of economics that have lifted more people out of poverty than any other system of government in the entire world and in the history of this country i'm sorry the history of this planet no other form of government or economic system have lifted more people out of poverty and put more people on the road to independence than the United States and capitalism. But you are to believe that we are evil. The U.S., in fact, some dirtbag on CNN, and I'm not going to give his name out, just either today or yesterday was saying that the United States is evil. What a bad country. Yeah. The United States, the country that's first to any catastrophe, the country that's first to rescue any person in need, no matter if they even make fun of us, no matter if they don't like us, we're the first on the scene. We feed the world, folks. 
We feed the world. Where do the countries come? Where do they turn when they want help? It's the United States, folks. They don't turn to the French dream. They don't turn to the Russian dream. They don't turn to the Italian dream or the English dream. No, no. They turn to the American dream. They turn to the United States. They turn to the only country on this planet that still has a light that burns for freedom, that still has a light that burns for liberty. Are you ready to give that up? Are you ready in the quest to not fend for yourself to give that up? Is your need to be dependent on someone else greater than your need to be able to live in a country where you have freedom and liberty? Because, folks, if we lose the United States, where you gonna go? Where? Where you gonna go? There's, there's nowhere else to go. Look, my heritage is Mexican. My heritage is, is Spanish. I love Spain. I love Mexico. But they're not the United States. They're just not. Spain is not pushing liberty and freedom, promoting that for its people. Mexico doesn't really promote that. There's too much corruption in Mexico. I mean, I don't even want to get into all that. But it's the United States that is the liberty. Look, I want you to go and, and, and watch President Trump's speech today at the UN, and I don't care if you don't like him. Just take off your, your political hat, divorce the letter D for a minute, and listen to the speech. Why is promoting the United States a bad thing? Why is caring for the American people a bad thing? Why is saying America people, why is saying me, I, President Trump, as President of the United States, should put my people first? Why is that a bad thing? Look, if you're a leader of another country, whether it be Spain, England, Italy, Russia, Korea, whatever, you should always put your people first. Always. You were elected to be the leader of that country, not to be the leader of the global community. So you really have to ask yourself, if you're so mad at President Trump because you don't like his tweets, <laughs> you don't like his style, you think he's mean, step back and look at the policies. Step back and listen to him when he gives a speech like he did today at the UN, where he does not apologize for the greatness of the United States. He does not apologize for the quest of freedom and liberty that the United States puts forward. He does not apologize for the strength of the United States. He does not apologize for the military might that we have here in the United States, but yet, yet, have used the least. That's the America that you should be proud of, folks, and you're living in it. By the grace of God, you have been born in this country, or maybe you're an immigrant citizen. Maybe you're immigrated and you're a citizen. Maybe you're a new citizen. But what a great thing it is to be part of this country. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Short break. You're listening to On Point with Victor, America's Web Radio. Whether cruising the strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. 
Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com, and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance needs. Email Ellen Deal at MAGA45CAG at gmail.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. This is On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armandarez. Okay, I want to move on a little bit and get to some more of the topic rundown. I think I've ranted enough, but, you know, I don't know. I might just have to get back into it. Folks, I... I'm not mad at anybody. I, I just it it just really really chaps my dairy air at the way uh, the leftists, whether it be the Democrat candidates, whether it be the Democrat Party of today, whether it be the global leaders of today, the way they will use and abuse children. Uh, they're hypocrites, and and people wonder why I call the Democrat Party of today the hypocrite party. And it just really, really, just really, really, really just burns me up that they're so willing to use and abuse children in this way, and they're going to scare them to death, and they're causing mental issues, they're causing health issues in these children, and they get away with it, or at least so far they've been getting away with it. So um, so I, I just uh, – I, I get passionate about this stuff. And it and it just drives me crazy. So, but uh, but thanks for listening. And again, man, I, I'm getting comments all over the place. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. I'm already getting requests to to do to do my UN speech again. So maybe maybe give me another show or two, and and I may do that again as as, as a treat. Or maybe we'll do it in December as a Christmas treat. Um, okay, let's get back to this rundown topic rundown. The on point with Victor topic rundown. So uh, another major topic going on this week. Uh, is well, you're probably not hearing about it. Uh, there was a uh, an, an awesome rally in Houston, and this was a rally for the new newly elected Prime Minister of India and uh, and President Trump. Folks, if you're wondering why you haven't heard about this, is because they filled a stadium, fifty thousand plus people. Folks, there are NFL games going on that, that aren't bringing 50,000 50, people to the stands. But President Trump and the newly elected Prime Minister of India packed this stadium with 50,000-plus people. Think about that for a moment. 
they put more people in that Houston stadium than some of the NFL games that are going on uh, over the that went on over the weekend. Uh, it's pretty amazing, folks. It's pretty amazing. And not only were there fifty thousand people in there, the majority of them were immigrants. The majority of them were Indian immigrants from India. I'm not talking about the fake Indians like Focahontas. I'm not talking about the fake Native Americans like uh, Focahontas Warren. No, no, I'm talking about the people of India, the country of India, who who have immigrated over here. Uh, they packed this stadium. Uh, they cheered and cheered. I mean, there were times when there was 25 to 30 second rousing applause for President Trump. And and they also were very very welcoming to the to uh, Prime Minister Modi, who's the the new Prime Minister of India. Um, it was an amazing thing to watch, and you're not hearing about it, folks. And the reason why you're not hearing about it is because there was a stadium full of fifty thousand plus people, many of them immigrants who immigrated to the United States and clearly loved the U.S. so much. So, ladies and gentlemen, when President Trump was uh, announced, and and the Prime Minister Modi of India. He announced and introduced President Trump, and when he did it, the people in that stadium started chanting, USA, USA, USA. They didn't uh, boo him. They didn't chant, climate change, climate change. They didn't chant, we're all dying, we're melting, we're melting over here. Oh, no. And they didn't go, socialism, socialism, rah, rah, rah. No, folks. They were yelling and chanting, USA, USA, USA. 50,000 plus people in that stadium, folks, most of them immigrants. And when Donald Trump was, 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 was introduced, that's what they chanted. And he went on to give a really, really good speech, uh, very well received. And the uh, prime minister of India clearly has found a friend in Donald Trump. And look, folks, let me just deviate here for a moment. I want you to think back to 2015 and 2016 when all of the Washington establishment, all the never-Trumpers, all the Democrats, all of them were telling you that Donald Trump was going to be the end of this country. Donald Trump was going to destroy the, the foundations of the United States. Donald Trump was going to trample the Constitution. They were telling you Donald Trump was going to isolate the United States. Folks, in two and a half years, Donald Trump has met with more uh, international leaders. He has sat down with with despots. He has sat down with, with foes. He sat down with friends. He sat down with people who we're not even sure if they're our friends or not. Probably more than, than I, I – you know what? I don't have the number, so I'm not going to say it because surely somebody will try and call me out on it. But the point is, he has sat down with many, many, many foreign leaders. He is negotiating. Now, I will tell you this. He has negotiated uh, trade deals and is uh, is in the midst of negotiating trade deals that uh, Bush or Obama couldn't even have dreamed of doing. And uh, I, you know, you've got socialist Sanders out there. We've got to take all health care. What we have to do is take health care. Uh, the cost, the cost, the cost is so high. I'm going to tax you into oblivion, but but the cost. No, wait, I said that wrong. Your costs are going to go down. Your premium, your premium's going to go down. But your taxes, don't ask me about your taxes because got to take over health care. That that's that's what your socialist Sanders is concerned about. And they'll tell you, they'll tell you that 
Donald Trump is an isolationist. But yet, Trump has a pending a pending trade deal with China. He's got a trade deal with Mexico and Canada that's just waiting to be ratified. And he's making trade deals all over the place. He's out there engaging in foreign policy. He's engaging. He's doing everything that you were told he wouldn't do. That's not an isolationism or, or nationalist, folks. Um, so I, I just want you to think about that. Think about that when, when, when people start telling you, oh, Trump this, Trump that. Oh, his tweets, his tweets. Folks, I don't care what he tweets out. I care about policy and I care about what is happening to the people of this country. And when the economic growth is going through the roof, when unemployment for Hispanics is at the lowest level ever, when unemployment for black people is lower than ever, when a black child or a black college student can get out of school, whether it be graduating from college to go to medical school or or graduating from college now and can find a job, not one job, folks, multiple jobs. That's a great thing. That's a great thing. So you, you have an economic environment right now where Hispanics are finding multiple jobs. Black people are finding multiple jobs. Women are finding multiple jobs. Gay people are finding multiple jobs. Look, I, I say this because the Democrat Party puts everyone in a group. The Democrat Party wants to create groups of victims. And Donald Trump is taking that away from them. Because when you have a naturally growing economy, when you have an economy that's growing because capitalism is allowed to flourish, because American ingenuity is allowed to flourish, it doesn't see color. Capitalism doesn't see black, white, yellow, orange, purple. No. Capitalism is a system. And when it's allowed to flourish, it works for all Americans. And that's what you need to understand. When you get caught up in Trump's tweets, just remind yourself what's really what really matters and what's really happening. So just keep ask keep, keep reminding yourself that, folks. All right, let's move on with the topic rundown. I've mentioned Biden a couple of times, so look, Biden is in quite of a quite a mess. Um, I've told you guys before, the Democrats will. When they come out in full force and they start accusing the Republicans, and in this case they're accusing Donald Trump of a new, a new crisis, a new impeachable offense, they're usually doing it because they're accusing him of what they are doing. And that's exactly what's going on right now, folks. The Democrat Party is trying to create this narrative and get you to think that Donald Trump has created a, a, a impeachable offense. They're trying to get you to believe that he withheld military aid to Ukraine. Folks, that's nothing of the sort. And when the truth comes out, you're going to see that I am right uh, because I'm telling you that what happened or whatever happened was a norm, normal thing, and it wasn't Trump holding up the money. It was Mick Mulvaney that held up some money and it, because they're trying to get the rest of the world to pony up. That's, that's going to come out, and you'll see what I'm talking about. But the Democrats want you to believe that Donald Trump was was holding money over Ukraine's head because he wanted them to investigate Biden. That's going to you're going to see folks this is a total made up narrative because they're trying to hide the fact that Joe Biden did just that. Joe Biden is on video. Joe Biden is on audio. 
bragging about blackmailing the Ukrainian government. Joe Biden withheld a billion dollars or something like that until the Ukrainian government government fired the attorney general who was looking into his son's company. That's the facts, folks. Look it up. So, so Biden's in, in, in quite, a, quite a mess. Look, I told you guys before, Biden's not going to be the nominee. And I stand by that. And now, you know, I thought Biden might make it to Iowa and he might make it to New Hampshire because he really wants to make it to South Carolina. Joe Biden's firewall is South Carolina. At least that's what he thinks. And Joe Biden is trying to convince you uh, and the voters out there that uh, New Hampshire doesn't matter and Iowa doesn't matter. Well, that's a crock. And now, when people really start, when CNN and MSNBC and ABC and CBS and NBC, when they have to cover this Biden story because there's audio out there and there's video out there of him blatantly telling the Ukrainian government that unless you do this, I will not give you this money, that's out there. And they're going to have to cover it at some point when they do. This is probably going to be the final nail in Biden's campaign coffin. Uh, he may not make it to Iowa. He may not make it to December. So, uh, so, so be on the lookout to that. But like I said, I, I, I always knew Biden wasn't going to be the nominee and, and, uh, he's in a mess of trouble here, folks, and, uh, him and his son, uh, for what they did. And, and, and it's going to come out and it's probably going to be end of his, end of his campaign. And that, folks is going to be the end of on point with victor today i wish we had more time folks but we don't but uh, have no fear tune in next week we'll have another episode of on point with victor you've been listening to america's web radio on point with victor uh, stay tuned for locked and loaded with roger b thank you folks Goodbye. you're listening to america's web radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com thank you for listening